0: just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Good morning guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. I wanted to do an episode today talking about how I've quote unquote, killed my gains in the past. Killed your gains is such a thing in the fitness industry. I feel like that's such a term that's been thrown around in different podcast episodes and YouTube videos. And as always, I try and be helpful in my episodes. This is nothing negative. It's almost just like a reflection of things that I've learned that I try not to do in my life anymore. And what's typically used for this term, killed your gains, is muscle building In the fitness world, when someone says gains, most of the time they're referring to muscle building and I just kind of want to go about this episode as gains as anything in your life that you're gaining. Your career, your friends, your fitness goals, your education goals, anything that you have that's a gain in your life, that's what this episode is going to be about. But before we get into the episode, we're going to do my Not Your Typical Obsession Dislike and Word of the Week. I actually very randomly want to go through the day that I had today because I honestly had the perfect summer day. And usually I don't go through my entire day, but I also don't usually record at night. And I just had such a good day today, which is typical. It's a very typical obsession to my life. But I would say that the trajectory of the day today was very untypical because I feel like I usually crash. If I wake up early in the morning and I have a productive self-care positive morning, I usually crash by the end of the day or I'll like do something that is the complete opposite, like go scroll my phone or whatever it is, which isn't a bad thing. It's just kind of the opposite of like a productive morning. But Today, I feel like the trajectory of the day just kept going and going. And then I'm recording this at night, and I never usually record when I feel like I don't have a lot of energy. And I do have a lot of energy right now, which is very untypical. But there's obviously so many days where I don't even leave my house, I don't get ready, I don't literally do anything. Or there's days that I have sad days, there's days that I just am unmotivated, there's days that I have to go do a bunch of random little errands like go to the DMV or like. You know, just like the typical things, and I always like to say that because I know that things can come off just a certain way on social media, and I feel like I'm constantly trying to remind you guys that there's so much offline that sometimes when we're not hearing specifically all of the things that are more relatable, we forget that they're there, but I just always try and remind you guys that they're definitely there, yeah, anyway, let's get into my actual day that I had today because it was a really good day. And I want to try and have more days that were like this. Kind of took the day off of work. I definitely did some work this morning. And obviously, I'm recording this podcast. I'm going to edit it tonight. But my purpose for today was to just relax. And I've had so much family in town, I've had friends in town we've been doing so much like I feel like I'm getting repetitive in this podcast because every single episode I'm like we've been doing so much we've been all over the place which is a good thing so I'm not complaining by any means I'm just sharing my life with you guys if you don't keep up with me on YouTube and Instagram we have just had family in town friends in town family back in town we went to Arizona we came back like all this stuff and now we just have an empty house and it's the second day that we've had a full empty house so I Honestly, took the day off yesterday and then I wanted to today as well with work just because all the things that go on behind the scenes, emails, strategy, talking with my management every single week, like a lot has been going on behind the scenes and I'm really proud of myself for that, but it's hard when I sandwich that on top of also being very social, hosting, all the things that I just talked about, so... My goal for the past two days was just to have me days and if I wanted to work, I was going to work, but I really did like the fun things with work. Like I posted some TikToks and filmed and I'm recording this podcast, but I'm going to start from the very beginning of my day and I'm just going to go through my day because it was a really good day and if you want to recreate it, then do it because I feel really good. So I woke up this morning and I did my normal morning routine. You guys know by now I just wake up, make my coffee, go back to bed journal, read, and then I just went straight onto my computer, watched YouTube while I did some things for work, very easy, chill things. And then after that, I made my breakfast and I went to a spin class. I love going to spin, especially in the morning, but specifically, I've just found a coach that I really, really vibe with. And if you've been watching my YouTube or if you've been following my podcast for a while, you know that I really gravitate towards super positive uplifting coaches and I feel like a coach can make or break a class it's always scary for me when I move and find a new studio because I'm like oh I'm not gonna love the coaches there and it's not even that they're not great like I've gone to so many amazing spin instructors and bar instructors and Pilates instructors but I feel like there's just a difference when you have like a connection to the way that somebody speaks but anyway i found somebody that i love so much at the spin studio that i've been going to so i went to his class this morning it was so much fun the music was so good and i just was in the best mood after it so i was like i'm gonna go jump in the ocean by myself i've never jumped in the ocean by myself before i've done like beach days a little bit like once or twice by myself but yeah, just jumping in the ocean is kind of scary. So I feel like that's just something I typically wouldn't do by myself. So I went and I jumped in the ocean. Now I'm recording this episode. I'm about to go have some dinner, hunters walking cocoa. And I just feel like I did all the things that I wanted to get done today. And I'm realizing when you do things that you genuinely love to do, you don't feel burnt out by the end of the day. Like if I'm just doing a bunch of tasks that I don't love doing, then I'm burnt out. And obviously that's going to happen. There's going to be things like, for me, a lot of that is editing wears me out, burns me out. Um, Meetings burn me out. Sometimes social plans will burn me out. It's not that I'm not going to go do those things. There's always going to be things in life that we have to do that maybe we don't have the energy for that day. And also, there's going to be things on certain days that affect us differently on different days. But I just really tried to listen to myself today and Thought. What do I want to do? Like, it's not like I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm gonna go jump in the ocean today. I finished my spin class and knew that I wanted to, so then I went and did it. Um. So yeah, that was my not your typical obsession. Just having a really great day where I didn't lose the momentum halfway through the day. I actually have one more not your typical obsession, which is I also feel like the people in my life right now I'm just really grateful for. I just finished listening to an episode. I went onto Nat's podcast. And I listened to the episode back because she posted it today and she was like introing me at the beginning. I wasn't with her when she recorded the intro, but she was just explaining to her guests who I was in case they hadn't met me before. And she was like, I'm just super inspired by Caitlin. I feel like she's such a hard worker and all these things. And I was like, that's so sweet. And I feel like so many of my friends actually verbalize what we feel about each other and I think it does help because a lot of us will have a podcast or there's a reason we have to explain who that person is and then just naturally you're like and I love them and they're motivating and they're nice and all these things but I just feel really loved in my life right now by all my friends and my circle and my family so I feel really good and supported and I also feel very supported by you guys because I just love you guys and you're always supportive. So, that's not not typical. That's very typical. You guys are always in my corner and yeah, I just appreciate you guys so much. But let's move into the not your typical dislike. I would say my dislike, I really stretched for this one because I wanted to give you guys something for this episode, but I would say slightly, I feel like I'm hard to please and even just going through my not your typical obsessions, I was just sitting here like, wow, I'm just really happy right now. And I'm in my groove. I feel myself. I'm not going to put so much emphasis on that because I'm going to have bad days and we're not labeling ruts and thriving, all that stuff anymore. But naturally just want more. Like if I achieve something, I'm like, oh, I want to achieve more. Or even home decor wise, if I get something and I'm like, oh, this looks really cute. But now I need to get this to go with it because it'll look so much better if I have that and I honestly just want to not have that brain and mindset because if we're constantly wanting more it's like when are we ever going to be happy and I do think that a lot of people probably relate to that because it's human nature to want to continue to have more and I think there's obviously a good part to that where you want to continue to strive for higher things but I feel like when it's on the materialistic side. Or, like, being grateful for the life that's in front of you side, that's when I feel like it can be a negative thing. So, that's why I'm making it it my not your typical dislike. So, I really want to try and work on that and just honestly be so grateful for what's in front of me because there's so many reasons why all of us can feel grateful. And even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment, if something really bad is going on, if you feel like you're at a really low point, I know the feeling and I just want you guys to look at your life and try and find something that you can say that you're grateful for and I feel like even you showing up for yourself right now listening to a podcast that is typically motivational is enough to have something that you're grateful for so my word for the week is going to be focus but let's get into the episode the first one is definitely fitness centered because I know that that's probably why a lot of people clicked on this episode so I don't want to leave you hanging. But the first one I put was lack of technique and lack of progressive overload planning. And that's a scientific fact. It's not just something that I'm saying and throwing out there. If you guys are new here, I don't throw out anything. I only say things that I've learned. And with technique, there's a reason why form is there for each exercise. And also, nobody's perfect. I will watch back a video and I'm like, wow, I did not have the right form. And it's really hard because when you're performing an exercise, our bodies will naturally do different things and we all have different imbalances and maybe previous injuries. So your body will naturally fall into a place that might not be the accurate form. And my biggest tip for form is to work out in front of a mirror. And I know that this feels funny because even I will get in my head at the gym and start to get anxiety over the fact that I'm like, oh, it looks like I'm just trying to stare at myself in the mirror. But no, I'm genuinely looking at my form because it's really easy, like I said, to not notice things on your body and if you don't have a mirror in front of you, film your workouts if you want to and it always is nice to ask someone that is a personal trainer or somebody that does know form to watch it back or even better, obviously, if somebody can come with you to the gym. That's why I also love group fitness. You can even say to a fitness instructor before like, hey, I'm really working on my form. I genuinely don't mind if you come over and adjust my form something quick like that I'm sure that most trainers will be happy to help you and even the trainers at the gym that cost money a lot of time they have free time and a lot of the time they're willing to help and they're constantly learning and wanting the experience with different clients so don't be afraid to go up to a fitness trainer especially in their place of work but I've learned a lot about form through filming myself and also looking in the mirror so those are my biggest tips for form and then also looking up Videos on YouTube from personal trainers and people who are taking an exercise and showing you every single angle. It really does help a lot to watch those videos. I constantly watch those videos. Even if it's an exercise that I've done for years, I'll still watch that video right before I perform the exercise just so it's fresh in my brain and I know exactly what to think about. The other part of that was lack of a progressive overload plan. Our muscles get stronger the more that we work out. So you always want to gauge. The last two reps in the set that you're doing are difficult to almost impossible, but you're still able to do it with good form. So even if you can do 10, but the last three, you're literally breaking your back to do it, maybe the weight's a little too high or maybe you're doing too many reps. But typically, the last two reps of every single set that you do should be difficult So, if you're just flying by and you're using the same weight that you grab every single week and the last two used to be hard, but they're starting to get easier and easier, that's because you're gaining muscle and you're becoming stronger, which is a really exciting thing. So, obviously, it's hard to say this over a podcast because it's like, I'm not in the gym with anybody. This is just what I focus on at the gym and injuries are very common in the gym and you never want to overwork yourself, but that's just the two gauges that I focus on at the gym form and progressive overload that I focus on at the gym. The second one is your goals are not matching your lifestyle. This feels like my OG podcast days where I first started my podcast and I would talk about how to become your best self and setting goals and the beginning of the year and fitness journeys and all of that. You have to make sure that you're gauging your lifestyle and and paying attention to what is relative to your life. Are you setting goals that you can actually achieve? Are you setting goals that are too low for you? Are you setting goals that are too high for you? Are you being hard on yourself in terms of the timeline that you want? Like there's so much that goes into it, but you just want to make sure that the goals that you are setting are very, very realistic and very relative to the lifestyle that you're living. And I feel like a broken record with that one, but it had to be said in this episode. The fourth one is you're challenging yourself, which is a good thing, but you have no grace to pivot. And I've talked about pivoting a lot and I've even said in some episodes that I feel like it's one of my strong suits and I was actually just talking to my brother on the phone the other day and he was talking to me about something he was so excited for and it just was like not working out. And he was like, you know what it's like, you get super excited about things and you want to go like zero to a hundred. I was like, yes, I fully understand. But at the same time, I am good at knowing when something is not going to work out and just shifting my thought. Because if something to me is seriously 0% chance going to work out, in my brain, it just tells me what is the point of trying to fit a circle and a square. You know what I mean? Like those little games where you try and put the circle in the circle and the square in the square. If the circle that you are trying to achieve is trying to be forced into the square it just is not right and i feel like there's so many times in my life where i thought that the plan that i had was the plan and it was the best thing for me but then when i got to something in the road a little bump in the road or even not even a negative thing if i just started to want something else i just pivoted and that's obviously way easier said than done and i feel like i'm making it sound so like toxic positive where i'm like oh something good bad comes along the way and I'm just like, oh, pivot. No, I have so many mental breakdowns and conversations where I'm crying to my mom on the phone and all these things that go along with those little bumps in the road. But I do feel like hindsight after I look back at certain situations in my life where it felt like a huge, huge freaking mountain instead of a little bump. I saw that I just kind of paved the new outline. And that's how I reached a different goal or maybe the same goal, but it was just a different path that I took to get there. So I feel like if you are someone like me who gets really, really stuck on an idea or a goal or something that you really want to achieve, but you feel like there's all these little bumps in the road, just keep going and try and get over the little speed bumps. You know, you can go over those and even if I think back to when I first started a YouTube channel, like there were so many things in my head where I was just like, oh, what if the people from high school see it and make fun of me? Or what if people from high school see it and think I sound funny and all these things. And it's like, just get over those little fears that we have about certain things because you have to know when something is a bump and something is a mountain that you actually can't get over. And I feel like to be successful in certain things, you can't let those little bumps always tear you down. You know what I mean? I feel like this entire episode is just like a bunch of metaphors, but if you really think about it in your situations, you will understand what I'm saying and you just have to keep going forward and be able to pivot, be able to go through, be able to go over, be able to go under, whatever that little thing that keeps popping up is. Have grace with yourself and know that it's okay that that thing is coming up no matter what it is. Because we're all human and we're all going to have little fears that come up. Changes in schedules. Maybe you get fired from a job. Maybe you have to move to a different state. Maybe your landlord tells you you have to move. Maybe you start a company and it fails. Things like that happen. And yes, they're so hard. I'm not taking away from that. And if I was going through those things, I probably wouldn't even be able to talk about it and say all the positive things about it. But looking back at certain things in my life, like I said, I always have that bird's eye view. And it always... Always works out. That's another thing. Just remember that everything always, always works out the way that it's supposed to. You cannot miss something that's meant for you. That's one of my favorite quotes. So, my next one is de-stressing and relaxing is just as important as cardio. It's just as important as lifting. It's just as important as Pilates, whatever it is that you're doing. It's just as important as that. This is pointed at me. I do not de-stress and relax enough and I wrote down things that genuinely do help with stress. I'm going to share some things I have been trying to do to relax that genuinely help me relax. Um, The first one that I wrote is massages and I think the reason why these are so relaxing for me is because I do work out to the point where I am sore a lot because I do cross-train and I feel like because I cross-train, I do typically feel sore, which was actually uncommon to my life, which isn't surprising if you know a lot about fitness and you've been working out for a long time. You know It's actually not very odd to not get sore as frequently as you did when you first started because your muscles are very used to being worked. And even if you are building muscle and you are going up in weight, you're not always going to feel sore. But because I have been cross-training and one day I'll do Pilates and then one day I'll do spin and then I go back to lifting... My muscles are being worked in different ways and different tiny muscles are being worked. So I do feel sore a lot of the time. And being sore constantly is the opposite of relaxing for me. I feel like I just feel so tense when I feel that way. And obviously I pay attention to my body and I'm not constantly, constantly feeling sore every single day, but I do feel sore commonly in my life. And I think that massages are one of my favorite ways to relax when me and my mom went to the spa and they actually had like a full steam room and a sauna and a jacuzzi and a pool and a tea room that was the best day of my life and i wish i could do that every single day but that's not realistic one day i will do like monthly weekly spa visits but i'm not at that point in my life yet luckily my mom does have a massage envy membership that i can use so i do love getting massages there if you don't have access to an actual massage and you're someone like me that loves massages, I actually have a massage gun that was $100 from a brand called Life Pro and it works so well and it feels so good on my muscles. So obviously that's still a lot of money to invest in like a fitness gadget, but massages are literally $100 every single time you go to a massage and that's like an affordable massage. So I'm just trying to give more Of an affordable option the next thing i wrote is i have been doing ocean dips that's why i went to the ocean this morning the ocean is actually very relaxing and i looked up different reasons why the ocean actually is relaxing and one of the things that i thought was interesting that my friend sydney was just telling me about is that the color of the sea because it's blue it's actually de-stresses the mind because blue is a very common color and I thought that was really interesting and I started to wonder if that's the same way you would feel looking at the sky because the sky is blue because it obviously reflects off the ocean so that's something to look up but another thing is that the ocean is one of the largest forms of magnesium and magnesium can be absorbed through the skin I've definitely seen a difference in my sleep when I jump in the ocean therefore I feel more relaxed and all the things. And then the last thing is I love to get outside first thing in the morning too. I feel like this is very easy for me because I have to let my dog out. So I'll go sit out there with her. And that's usually when like my coffee machine is warming up. And I just feel like it's a really good way to start the day and like ground myself. I usually don't like to use that word because I feel like I don't even technically know what grounding is. I know it's kind of like a buzzword in the wellness world, but if I could describe it, I would say me going outside every single morning feels grounding to me. And I feel like it helps me just get focused on the day, focus on myself and be in tune with my body, all the things. And I just think that going outside first thing in the morning, being in sunlight is really helpful. So those are all the things I wanted to share today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, feel free to continue on and just take everything I say with a grain of salt and I'm always down to be wrong like I actually love being wrong because then I learned something new and yeah thank you guys so much for listening I don't have many updates I'm actually going to a really fun event this weekend with some of my friends you guys know Brinley I've had Brinley on the podcast and she's hosting an event with two other girls and a bunch of other girls are going too, so I'm really excited to go do a workout with everybody, and then we're going to cold plunge because it's um, a workout with Ice Barrel. I'm really excited. I'll tell you guys how that goes next week. Hopefully, next week, I'll have more personal life updates. My mom did just leave. I guess that's an update, and I am sad about it, but we're going home to Arizona on the 11th for my best friend's engagement party and my mom's birthday, so... It's always nice when you have a date that you're going to see them again. Anyway, I love you guys. I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Hope you have the best week. Bye. Save on Cox internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, go. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at Cox.com internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.